ברוך חי ברוך הגבר, אשר יפתח בשם, והויו והויו אשר, והויו אשר יפתח הוי. ברוך חי ברוך הגבר, אשר יפתח בשם, והויו והויו אשר. Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. This morning I would like to conclude the risk-benefit analysis that we have been conducting regarding the use of a smartphone during davening. To be clear, we are not debating whether or not a person may use their phone for other personal uses while davening, but if one has a sitter app and would like, either by choice or because of circumstance that one finds oneself in, to use a smartphone as a replacement sitter, is this something which is permissible? So several weeks ago, uh, we took a look at some of the pros, if you will, some of the benefits as to why this is something that perhaps would be advisable or preferable to certain individuals in certain circumstances. And then last week, we began to discuss some of the concerns, some of the risks, if you will, as outlined in an essay in the Sefer HaKona Olamo by Rabbi Yari Elibutz. I'd like to conclude this discussion this morning by mentioning some of the other concerns that perhaps we could have. The Gemari Brachos, Tafchav Kimel Amidbeis, tells us that when a person is davening, he should not hold certain items in his hand. The Gemari gives a list, which is clearly not a complete list, but mentions what appears to be some random items. So the Gemari says, Tfilin. A person is not permitted to hold Tfilin in one's hand when davening. Obviously, a man wears Tfilin when davening, but holding Tfilin in one's hand, one should not do. A Sefer Torah, says the Gemara. Holding a Sefer Torah, a very holy object, even that is something which should not be held while davening Shemon Esrei. And then the Gemara goes on to say, the same is true when it comes to a knife. It is true when it comes to money. It is true when it comes to a plate. It is true when it comes to a loaf of bread. Again, what seems to be somewhat of a random list of items, the Gemara says one should not hold any of these items while davening. What do all of these have in common? Right? How can we come up with a common denominator to the tefillin, the Sefer Torah, the knife, the money, the plate? Says Rashi, because such a person is going to be distracted. A person is going to be concerned that he hold on to them properly, that they not fall while he davens. says Rashi. Specifically, these types of items, because certainly when it comes to a tefillin, when it comes to a Sefer Torah, if they would fall, God forbid, this would be a disgrace to these very sacred objects. And even the other items as well, a person would not be able to properly concentrate the other is concerned that he not drop them. He's concerned that they will break. He's concerned that he can get hurt in the case of the knife. In the case of the loaf of bread, it will get ruined, perhaps, if it hits the dirty floor. So here you have Rashi telling us that all of these items have one thing in common, and that is that these are things that a person, if he's holding them, will be focusing more than he should on that which is in his hand, specifically that he not drop it. Now, the Gemara in Sukkah, Dathna Malif, tells us that a Meymar held a lulav while he davened Shmon Esrei. Parenthetically, I should mention that that is not our custom. We do incorporate the lulav, the Dalit Binim, into the davening in general, but specifically hold them during the time of Hallel and Hoshanos, but we do not hold the Dalit Binim while we davening Shmon Esrei. But the Gemara tells us that this is something that a Meymar did. And how could he do this? After all, we said that one should not hold anything in his hand that will serve as a distraction when davening. The Gemara defends this practice by saying, This is a mitzvah, 
and he would not be distracted. And Rashi says over there, Because of his love and connection to the mitzvah, it is not going to be a burden to him in this way, and it will be relatively easy for him to hold it, and it will not serve as a distraction. So from the Gemara we see that there is a difference between holding something which is being held for the purpose of a mitzvah, and it is light as opposed to something which is not for the mitzvah and is either heavy or he will be very, very distracted out of concern that it will fall. And this is basically summarized la halacha in the poskim. The Beis Yosef and Archaim Simon Sadivav quotes different opinions in the Rishonim as to how to sort of bring this all together, but basically comes to the conclusion that generally speaking, a person should not hold objects, even holy objects, in his hand when davening, and even a siddur or a machser, says the Beis Yosef, is only permissible when it is being used for the purpose of davening. As a davening aid, it is permissible, but just to hold books, even to hold a sitter in one's hand if you're not using it, and this seems to be the conclusion, as found in Shulchan Aruch, that a person is permitted to go ahead and to hold a machzor or a sitter when davening, because again, he's holding it for the purpose of davening itself. And so therefore, we are not concerned that it will serve as a distraction to his davening. So now the question, I suppose the $10 million question is, how does this apply, if at all, to holding a smartphone while davening. So at, first, so at first glance, a phone that has a sitter app that is being used as a replacement sitter should be no different than the sitter itself. And so therefore, because of the fact that a person is, once again, holding this for the purpose of enhancing the mitzvah, and it is not particularly heavy, so he's not going to be so distracted with it in his hand, and so therefore, it should be permissible. However, upon further reflection, we could say that, wait a second, a smartphone is not a chefzah shal mitzvah. It is not a mitzvah object like a lulav or a sitter. Furthermore, it is an object that a person would typically be concerned that it fall out of his hand. Looks like the examples that the Gemara gave, like like ma'os, like money, or a kik, or a loaf of bread, obviously a smartphone is very expensive by and large, and so therefore a person is going to be very mindful that he not drop it, and so therefore perhaps we should say that it would be prohibited to hold a smartphone while davening. And despite the fact that it is being used in the moment for some sort of productive mitzvah purpose, it would not seem to be any worse than a kikar or ma'os, these types of objects that the Gemara says should not be held because of concern that they will fall for one's hand. On the other hand, just to throw in one more on the other hand, just being very practical about this, many people, most people do have some sort of plastic casing on their smartphone so that if it falls, it won't break. In fact, it's pretty common for certain people to drop their phones and unless they have no case and no screen protector, in all likelihood, it is not going to fall. And in fact, people don't panic, by and large, when their smartphone falls, because they know they're going to pick it up and it's going to be okay. On the other hand, most people will not go ahead and just give their smartphone to a little kid to play with, because they are a little concerned that it become unnecessarily banged around and smashed around, and it is considered to be a valuable item. So it would seem that on this point it is somewhat inconclusive. We could probably make a case one way or the other. It's hard to say if a smartphone is just like a sitter in this regard, and we should say that just as the halacha permits one to hold a sitter, it is permissible to hold a smartphone during davening, or perhaps we should say no, that a smartphone is different than a sitter. First of all, it has a different purpose, it has many, many uses, and it is by and large considered to be much more valuable. A person would be more concerned that it not drop, and this would fall under the category of items that the halacha explicitly prohibits one to hold while davening. Another possible concern that we could raise regarding the use of a smartphone for davening is that, as we have seen, the halacha is that when a person is davening, he should daven ki'ilu omed lifnei amelech. 
This is an idea which is found in the Gemara and is incorporated in Shulchan Aruch, and it is not just some sort of nice idea that is expressed in the Sifrei Musr, that when we daven, we should imagine, this is an essential component of davening, that when a person davens, again, specifically Shimon Esrei, the Kavana should include this feeling as if I am being omed lifnei hamelech. Everything that I do, everything about my posture, my position, everything that I am saying should reflect that awareness that I am being omed lifnei hamelech. In fact, very famously, Reb Chaim Soloveitchik in his Chidushim on the Rambam explained that there are different types of Kavana, but this type of Kavana is ma'akiv, it is, it is essential. That as long as a person is davening, there has to be this awareness that I am omed lifnei hamelech. Even something that would technically not be prohibited because I'm concerned that it will fall and break, if it's the kind of thing that I would not hold in my hand while I'm being omed lifnei hamelech, I should not hold it in my hand while I'm davening. So, for example, if I'm holding a small ball in my hand, I'm just holding it in my hand because I enjoy having something in my hand. And it is not the kind of thing that's going to break. And I'm not so concerned that it's going to fall. And it's not so valuable. So may I hold it during davening? So the Prima Gadam says, if this is not the kind of thing that I would hold while standing before a melech basav adam, I shouldn't hold it while I'm davening. So the question is, would a person, could a person, in good conscience, hold a smartphone while standing before a melech basav adam? So here again, the answer is, I guess it's not clear. There was certainly a time, not all that long ago, when it would be considered to be highly inappropriate, and it would just be such a breach of etiquette that if I had the opportunity to have an audience with a melech basav adam, I certainly would not hold a smartphone in my hand. However, today, smartphones have become very, very common within society. They serve as a replacement, not only for a sitter, but for many other things as well. People keep their calendars, and people can use it to take notes, not to mention take phone calls and receive messages. And so therefore, there are many purposes which make it, in many, many circumstances, not disrespectful to have a smartphone out. In fact, I would not be surprised if you ever have the opportunity to be face-to-face with the Melech Basav Adam, if the Melech Basav Adam himself has a smartphone. Certainly, we see pictures all the time of very important heads of state who seem to have a phone in their hand. It's not unusual. It's not something that we would never see. And so, therefore, that is a question which is also, I would say, somewhat inconclusive. But I do think that this is something that we really need to think about. I think part of the idea of having an awareness that I am being Omed Lefnei Melech is that I should see myself right now as if I am standing before the king, the Melech Malchei Hamlachim. And so, therefore, the way I am standing, the way I am dressed... Everything about my entire mahus at the moment is going to reflect that reality, that reality that I'm trying so hard to project. And so therefore, I have to ask myself, when I'm holding that smartphone in my hand, how does that make me feel? Does this enhance in any way this experience? Does it potentially detract from it? Do I feel silly holding a smartphone as I am omed lifnei melech? Or do I feel under the circumstances? No, this is totally comfortable for me. After all, I'm holding the phone as a sitter. And I'm not going to, again, answer this question for you, but I'm raising these questions because I think that they are important for us to consider. There is one other separate concern that we could raise when discussing the permissibility or lack thereof of use of a smartphone while davening, and that is the question of marasayin. The Gemara in several places tells us that we are not permitted to engage in certain behaviors if those behaviors, those activities, if those activities will appear to others as if we are doing something that we are not permitted to do. In the Igros Moshe, Rav Moshe Feinstein, Zuchon Levracha, points out that there are actually two separate concerns when it comes to Marasayin. There are really two aspects to this prohibition. One aspect of Marasayin is that there's a concern that if somebody looks at me and I'm doing something which is a little bit misleading, 
and it looks as if I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, this person will learn from my actions and say, oh, it must be that it is permissible to do X, because after all, this guy's doing X, and as far as I know, he's a Shomer Torah Mitzvah. We need to be mindful of the fact that when we conduct ourselves in a certain way, other people may learn from our actions and may deduce incorrectly that certain things are permissible because they don't really understand exactly what it is that we are doing. There's another component to Marasayin, and that's called Chshad. When it comes to Marasayin, we're also concerned that a person will look at what I'm doing and he knows what he believes I'm doing is wrong. And so therefore, it just comes to the conclusion that I am doing things improperly. And even though a person may think, well, I have a right to say, this person can mind his own business. I don't care what other people think of me. But the Torah does not afford us that right. The Torah says, that we have an obligation to conduct ourselves in a way which appear to be proper and refined. It's not enough that it actually is okay. It has to appear okay. And so therefore, we need to be mindful of the things that we do, not only vis-a-vis the action itself, but what message is that sending others? Are others possibly going to learn from my actions that something which is really prohibited is permissible? Or will somebody look at what I'm doing and saying, oh, look at this person. He's not really conducting himself properly. And when it comes to the use of a smartphone in davening, it's a little bit misleading. Because if you see a person with their phone out there in davening, and they're looking at a screen, and you see the reflection in their face, you don't really know what they are doing. Now again, truthfully, we should all mind our own business. But the reality is that we do look around, and we do see things. And what conclusions do we draw? And so therefore, on the one hand, you could say that it's become very accepted and popular today. People, Everybody knows that smartphones have sitter apps. And so therefore, if a person is standing and using their phone during davening, it doesn't mean anything other than the fact that a person is davening from their phone. On the other hand, it is possible that it will be a little misleading. And especially, as we mentioned a couple weeks ago, if the phone is not set in a mode that will stop all notifications from coming in, it could very easily and very quickly become a source of actual distraction. And once a person sees me potentially moving my fingers around, up and down, and this way, that way, so suddenly it really does look highly questionable, that which it is that I am doing. Okay, so this sort of brings us to the conclusion of, like I said, our multi-week risk-benefit analysis. So where does this leave us at the end of the day regarding the use of a smartphone while davening? And the answer is, I can't tell you. I think I told you this already a couple of weeks ago. I think it's fair to say that all things being equal, it would be best to avoid some of the concerns, the controversy, if you will, regarding this question and use a sitter. There may be circumstances in which it will be virtually or actually impossible. You can find yourself traveling, you find yourself stuck, and you don't have a sitter. It goes without saying that in a situation like that, it's probably better to use a smartphone than not daven at all, not know the words that I'm saying. Absolutely, I would agree with that. On the other hand, in situations where I do have access to a sitter, maybe all things being equal, it would be best to avoid this situation. There may be other personal reasons why a certain individual may find it easier and it may enhance his davening. I would encourage a person in this situation to use not only common sense, because common sense is not always that common, but more importantly, as I mentioned last week, to remember the times that the Torah speaks about certain mitzvahs and then says, There are certain matters where Chazal tell us, are masur lelibo shaladam. There are certain matters where it's hard to really know whether my kavanos are proper or not. Only I know, and so therefore only the rabbonu shalom know. And so in this case as well, I think that whatever we do, we should really be mindful to act in a way that is truly l'shem shemayim, that we should really try very hard to see to it that our tfilos are not corrupted in any way with our use and distraction of a device which by and large serves to distract us way too much all throughout the day. But if there are circumstances in which it would really serve as an enhancement to my davening, and I could certainly imagine 
such scenarios. So if a person feels that this is right for him, as we've seen, as long as he or she takes the necessary precautions and meets the conditions that we mentioned, it would seem that there is basis, there is room to be makel, to be lenient regarding the use of a smartphone while davening. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. Yeah.